Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the PodTrack survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, Justin from FrugalSnobs.com and welcome to episode 128 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. I brought Christina with me, say hello. Hello! Now it's been a while since we've talked to everybody. The last time we recorded an episode was on Wednesday, July 4th. Yes. 2018. Today is Sunday, July 22nd, 2018. We have been busy. That's an understatement. We have a lot of things to talk about. We have uh, some fines in terms of coin banknote fines, uh, some items at our local grocery that we want to talk about, some free items as well, a couple of reviews that we've released as well. And uh, just some general life tips on this episode. Yes. Now, we also have not been around for folks, uh, because, Christina, you've had recently a couple of visits to the Dauntiest. Yes, I'm through number four or five. Yes, your dentist visits. So, Christina yes. has, some, has had some dental work done. Um, unfortunately, it's taking longer than expected, just because of conflicts of schedules and people. And vacation schedules. and. Yes, so we're, we're trying to kind of let Christina's mouth rest a bit between appointments. Is that fair? Yes. Now, before we move any further, i got to do this. <laughs> Long you, time coming. You just ruined it. You laughed while I was popping the top on a beer. A cold, frosty beer. Now, Christina was laughing while I was popping the top on this beer, so you missed that, everybody. But that's okay. But it doesn't sound like a Guinness. No, it doesn't, because it's not a Guinness. I'm having a cheapo beer. <laughs> but um, I do need the calories. And um, you know, one of the things, too, with Christina and your saga is you've had to be you know, basically subsiding on... Any food. Any food you possibly can. Pasta, applesauce, smoothies. It's terrible. Yes. So you're looking to hit the, the gym a little bit more. Yes. Get your strength back. Yes. But uh, I'm actually enjoying cold, frosty beers now because we're in the middle of summer. And quite frankly, uh, I need carbs and calories. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm. And how does that one taste? <sighs> Very cold. <laughs> Very cold. So I'll be sipping on this throughout the show. Again, adult beverage, but it's a family show. You have water, so I can make up for it that way so I don't feel so guilty. <laughs> um... So, okay, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Um, so, free items. We haven't really had a lot in the way of free items. Um, we've just been really busy. Yeah. So, we're really picking up free items if, in fact, they really mean something to us, so to speak. Uh, if it's things like cottage cheese, stuff that we don't typically eat. I, I can't eat cottage cheese. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you can eat cottage cheese at their folks, whether it's on waffles or with fruit or whatever, more power to you. Exactly. But to me, it looks like somebody threw up in a bowl. It's disgusting. Yes. It's like oatmeal. I can't eat oatmeal either. I uh, can't stand the stuff, actually. <laughs> Whether it's homemade or instant, I don't care. It's it's the consistency of it. Yeah. Um, Christina, you probably can't eat grits either, can you? No. Never have. Never tried. Ugh. Can't do it. Can't do it. I've seen grits. <laughs> I've seen people put raisins and cinnamon and syrup just to try to doctor it up. First of all, having lived in the South most of my life, typically I use cheese and bacon in my grits. But no spell self-respecting Southerner ever has instant grits. No. If you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, go see my cousin Vinny. <laughs> it's funny that you said that, because like in the movie Joe Pesci says, I've seen a grit before, just never actually eaten a grit before. <laughs> so, how do you cook it? That's what he says. How do you cook it? So, um, 
Just can't eat stuff. No. Same with like cream of wheat. Ugh. It has to be a certain texture and I can't. Just can't stomach that no. soupy, gloopy, yeah. slimy texture. Yes. Can't Ugh. do it. Can't do it. No. When in doubt, I always stick with beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For mm. me, applesauce. Mm-hmm. So anyway, folks, I'm getting carbs, calories. Christina, you're starting to add more food to your diet. Back. Add which food. is good. Add food back to the diet. That's true. We're, we're, just, we're just busy folks. Yes, I mean, we are. After three years of doing this, um, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on. So let's go ahead and head into more of that as well. So your books. Yes. Buy Christina's books, people. Come meet me at book signings that are coming up. Yes, and you're going to be at the Fairfax Comic Con. Yes, the inaugural Comic Con for it. Yes, on August 25th and 26th. Yes. So from the Fairfax Convention Center, where's it from? Dulles Expo Center. Dulles Expo Center. Yes. So you will be at Dulles Expo Center August 25th and 26th for the Fairfax Comic Con. Yes, it's right off Route 28. It's free parking. <laughs> Come out. Kids under 10. Free admission. I can't, I can't, I can't crouch down low enough. <laughs> but fortunately for you, when you register, you got two tickets, so I yes. get to go crash the party. So we, the Friddle Snobs, will be at the Fairfax Comic Con August 25th and 26th, Dallas Expo Center. If you're in the Washington, D.C. metro, go check us out. Come meet us! That's right, you can meet the Friddle Snobs, and also, of course, the, the centerpiece of this particular outing for the Friddle Snobs is so, so that Christina can promote and hopefully uh, engage in conversation about her book. I need to also focus on finishing that one album. <laughs> or should I say books? Yeah, plural. There's Volumes two. one and two. So, folks, you can actually go to frugalsnobs.com, um, of course, to catch everything about the Frugal Snobs podcast, but we will be working on adding some links there, too. Um, again, at Christina's discretion, if we wish, to uh, help promote her book. Um, worst case, Christina, you have a Facebook page for your book, yes? I have a Facebook page. I have a website. Okay, so... You've done a soft launch on the Facebook page, right? To yes. a selective group of folks. Yes, everyone on all my friends is like, come find me. <laughs> come find me. Yeah, you, sound, you sound like like a Match.com commercial. <laughs> come find Couldn't me. Couldn't help it. Come that's, find me. That's right. So, um, folks, you can you can find out more about Christina's book. Um, actually, probably the best way for you to get the book is probably on Amazon, I guess? Uh, Amazon or um, it's finally on Barnes & Noble, but I prefer Amazon. Okay. So, if you go to Amazon.com, I think you can search for Imperial Legends, right? Yes. And they will find you. Yes. Right? So... That's for, of course, the print copy, yes? Yes, and Kindle. Ah, gotcha. So the Kindle copy is available also. Yes, it is. By searching for Imperial Legends. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I just want to make sure that I disseminate between the and two. And also with Facebook, it is facebook.com forward slash Imperial Legends series. Gotcha. So that's where you can find my fan page there. Gotcha. Awesome. So a lot of things going on. Yes. A lot of stuff. I mean, we're going to be at the Comic-Con next month. Fairfax. I'm traveling for my regular job. Ugh. You're nine to five. You meet you wage slave. Ugh. It's kind of a wage slave too, though. <laughs> we do this. This is why we enjoy our weekends. So anyway, I mean, the book. I mean, you've sold uh, actually yeah, more copies than we expected without a lot of marketing. I mean, no marketing. No marketing. But uh, you do have some marketing, obviously, for yeah. the Comic Con. So you have some nice pop-ups, cards, oh, yeah. things like that. So it'll be fun. And also check the Barnes and Noble um, website and Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. They actually post their author signings there. Gotcha. Gotcha. So stay tuned there, too. Yeah, so we'll have a lot more coming out, folks. And we're going to basically organize more of a campaign around Christina's book as we head toward the Comic Con. So that'll be coming out probably by the end of this month. Yes. So basically a, a three-week run-up promotion oh, yeah. campaign for exactly um, the, the, the Comic-Con and for Christina's book. Yes, and more dates coming. We're just busy. Yeah. Just it, It's tough grassrooting all this stuff. You know, It'll I mean, be worth it. I know, but we talked about it. We're going to talk about this in our live tips as well. But it, it's tough. I mean, 
creating a podcast and, and just creating and, and innovating in any way organically is hard. Yeah. Because you got nothing. You know, you sit down with an idea. And how do you make that idea work and how do you make it work sustainably? It's, yes. it's difficult. So, all right, let's move on. Yes. Coin and banknote fines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> So, we just recorded the audio for this, and it will be going out on YouTube uh, very soon, folks. And by the way, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you check out the YouTube channel for the Frugal Snobs. You can find the videos at frugalsnobs.com uh, in the video widget. But please make sure that you go check out the channel and subscribe. Yeah. It helps us out. Uh, beer reviews are there. Banknote reviews are there. Corn reviews are there. Um, we've had a lot of people digging the beer reviews. Yes. So, especially the, uh, the Heavy Seas reviews. So... Um, especially as a proud Marylander. Yes. Uh, it's just uh, it's very nice to have those types of the types of feedback and those types of reviews. So yes. if anybody hears any loud noises, by the way, before we get into the banknote reviews, uh, there's people above us in the studio, so people just can't behave. Unfortunately, they're rude. Anyway, we're trying to create an award-winning podcast here that's never won an award, but that could all change. But we won't ever win anything if we have these people. That's because they yeah, they're, they're detracting from our quality. That's right. I mean. Folks, we strive very hard to bring you an entertaining and educational audio experience, and ignorant people can't be quiet. Yes. I swear. Okay. Anyway, let, let's let's move on. Back to my money. Yes, back to your money. <laughs> so, Banknote finds uh, this particular week. Uh, we just, like I said, we just recorded the audio for this, and will be available. Christina did finally pick up her 1935 series. One of. Yes, because the ten. So you picked up a 1935 uh, Canadian Bank of Commerce $10 banknote. Yes. Out of Toronto. Yes. Uh, issue date of January 2nd, 1935. Yes. Really cool note. Uh, again, this particular bank, of course, is defunct. But it's really cool in that these notes were created at a time just before the 1937 Banknotes were created from a United Bank of Canada where you still had separate French and English notes. Yes. So this is a fully English note. Yes. So it's a pretty cool bill, multicolored. Um, again, there's more on the audio that we did record. Christina, is there anything special you want to say about this note, or do you want people to go check out YouTube? Oh, they can definitely check out YouTube, but mm -hmm. one thing that, sticks, that stood out to me and what really intrigued me was there's no royal figurehead on it. That's true. We didn't talk about that on the audio, and you just you know mentioned that to me a few minutes ago before we started recording. There is no royal monarch or other figurehead on the note. No, it's all allegories on both sides. Right, and in the 1937 series, that's where you start to see George the Sixth. You actually see them on the 1935 series from a different bank. Oh, that's bank. right, you do, from a different bank, but it's also higher denominations, I thought. No, there's a one, a two, um, George five is on the one dollar note. Really? Yes, for the 1935 <sighs> from that bank. I also know that some of the allegories on the back of some of the notes from 1935, depending on the bank that it's issued from, uh, do show some of the same allegories and same artwork, so yes. to speak, as what you see in the 1937 series. So, yes. I think we've mentioned this before, if you look, if you want this artwork uh, on the on a budget, so to speak, <laughs> uh, you might want to check out the 1937 series of notes. But the problem with that, though, is even those notes are getting expensive. Exactly, because people are gobbling them up. Yeah, I mean, we reviewed the 1, 2, 5, 10, 20, and 50 yes. from the 1937 series, and we're very happy to have the full series. Yes, yeah, so that's actually the well, full series of George I should, VI. Yes, exactly, because there is the 100 and the 500. But they have different people on them. And they have 1,000 also from yes. the 1937 series. But, okay, I, I, I digress and I stand corrected. Christina is correct, and you corrected me before I could correct myself. <laughs> that the 1, 2, 5, 10, and 20, and 50 from 1937 from the Bank of Canada is the entire series featuring only King George VI on the front of the note. Sorry, banknote nerd here. Mm. Had to get the facts straight. Whatever. He just wanted to have some filler while I had a sip of my brew. No. <laughs> no, you were so, wrong. 
No, that's not the facts, right? No, you were actually wrong. wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Anyway, um, so we have this bank note. Uh, you can check it out on uh, YouTube very soon. So we just did the audio for that. We just recorded it. So we're really happy with that. It's actually in really decent quality. From... <laughs> yeah, for what, and also you got it for a really good deal. Yeah. Sleeper. Um, a sleeper. Same thing yesterday. I also picked up one of, finally one of my finds. Uh, a Nicholas II, Tsar Nicholas II silver coin. Yes. Picked up a, I'm sorry, an 1897. Yes. Nicholas II 50-kopeck coin. 121-year-old coin. Very old coin. Very, very old coin. I still have the oldest coin. Yes, you do. I know. It's from the 1600s, isn't it? Yeah. George III. You have a King George III shilling coin. Yes. I look at you with disgust. I need to get an Elizabeth I coin. Why? Why? What's... That's the first time they've actually minted shillings. <sighs> anyway, folks. God, I'm just envious. I'm a walking numismatic encyclopedia of British coins. Really? I really? feel like it. All right. I'm going to challenge you <laughs> to shilling jeopardy. <laughs> okay. So, two shillings is also known as a what? Florin. <sighs> okay. And okay. it takes... How many shillings per pound? Twelve. Oh, right. And what is the last year they had proof coins for shillings? Proof coins, 1970. Oh, fine. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. Please note how quickly I answered those questions. Anyway, we're not talking about you. We're talking about <laughs> me. <laughs> so, all right. So I was also able to pick up a coin yesterday. I got a really good deal on it, made an yes. offer. Uh, and Christina's initial offer was accepted. Yeah. Um, so I actually got this coin for 20% off, mm -hmm. so to speak. Uh, I did get an 1897 Tsar Nicholas II <laughs> uh, silver 50 kopeck coin. Are you all right? Yeah. Take a sip of your water there. I'll cover, <coughs> I'll cover for you. Don't worry. Because <laughs> you know I can run my mouth. Oh, always. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> so anyway. Um, you opened yourself up to that. Thank you. Don't, don't touch me. <laughs> so, so yes, 1897 uh, coin. Um, really interesting coin. I've always wanted a Nicholas II coin. He was the last Russian czar from Imperial Russia before the communists took over. Um, really hard to find these coins recently just because uh, Nicholas II is also a saint in the Russian Orthodox Church and in the general Orthodox Church. So a lot of people buy them as religious icons. Yes. So it's very hard to, to find uh, coinage um, at an affordable price. But a decent quality coin, 50 kopecks, made of silver. Yes. So 90% silver. Weighs 9.99997 something something, about 10 grams. Yes. So, really cool coin. Are you okay? Yes. Do you need to step away for a moment? I am good. Okay. I good. just have to drink my water differently, and that's why it's there. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, but yes, I was able to pick up this coin. It's coming from Connecticut. I'll have it hopefully very soon. End of the week? Hopefully. So, we'll also be reviewing that coin as well. Uh, really cool coin. Again, it's from a, a time that will not return. No. It was the last Russian czar. And it was interesting, Christina and I were also discussing this. There was a commemorative coin, I think, made in 1913 to commemorate Correct. the 300th year of the Romanov rule. Yes. 1613 to 1913. Yes. I mean, I was telling Christina this morning, what do you say to, like, your ancestors, if you ever met them, that, oh, by the way, our family ruled this huge empire for and over 300 years, and now I screwed <laughs> up, and it's over. Yeah. You know, it's sad. I mean, it's a person who was very detached from his people. I'm not saying that I know I, I know a lot about Tsarist Russia and I have no real opinions on it, but I've heard he oppressed his people, was very detached, and focused more on his family and being wealthy. And a lot of the Romanovs that are left 
like the cousins and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, from what I've heard, they're mostly living in France and England. In exile, yeah. Had to be. The communists knocked them out. They, they kicked them out of Russia. Had to. Because yeah. they were killing the whole family. So They ran. Yeah, had to. So, and of course, did you also know that Nicholas and Alexandra were cousins of Queen Victoria? Yes. And also cousins of Wilhelm II. So, they're all related. Oh, yeah. All those royals are related. Um, but also, to, be, to also consider this, that Nicholas II, at the time of his death, was supposedly the richest man in the world. Yeah. He was a billionaire, and, and just with treasure beyond imagine. Exactly. All at, all, all at the expense of his people. And the saddest part, though, is that the whole point of having a communist society or a socialist society is that the wealth should not belong to individuals, it should belong to the people. Yes. Right? Well, the problem is, though, is that when, when you switch to a communist system and then the wealth is distributed so unequally due to corruption or so... Uh, so marginally to the people because there's so many people and, and you can't really divide that wealth up to a point where you can support a full standard of living, then essentially socialism doesn't work the way that they planned. Exactly. So anyway, to move on from this, you all right? Yes. So 1897, Nicholas II, 50 Kopeck coin. I'm looking forward to seeing it and reviewing it. Ugh. I have a feeling I'll be checking the mail every day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not that far, so to speak. Even though you are excited to see the coin and get it in your hands. Mm-hmm. Granted, it wasn't a ruble, but it was something. So it weighs, folks, just for comparison, it weighs about the same as a combination of a Canadian dime. Yes. And a United States $1 presidential coin. Yes. Together. Yeah. So yes, we are coin nerds, folks. We took a portable, convertible travel scale, and we converted it from ounces to grams, and weighed coin combinations until we got to around 10 grams. <laughs> just it's, to it's, see it's what a, this would weigh. It's a little lighter than the half dollar. Yes. The half dollar, I think, is 11 and a half grams, I think. Yes. Something like that. So, yeah. So, it's a little bit lighter than a half dollar. Again, 90% silver. Yes. So, I will take it. Really cool coin. <laughs> and I don't think Nicholas was on any banknotes, though. No. So, last Russians are amazing. Amazing. Okay. So... That was our banknote and coin finds this week. Yes. We've been busy. We got some cool stuff, though. Yes, we did, and we needed to. Um, again, the 1914 $5 note. I believe that's also now available on YouTube. I believe. I think so. I believe so. I think it is. And uh, actually, it is, because we discussed it. I remember the Columbus spotting land. So if you're interested in that bill, folks, that banknote, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, also, we now have Christina's 1935 $10 Canadian Commerce note. Uh, that will be going out very soon as well, so be on the lookout for that. And, of course, once it arrives and we get it reviewed via 1897 50 Kopeck Nichols II coin. Yes. Whew. Okay. So, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the topic? I think we're good. I mean, our banknotes and coins were kind of a cool find. That's... Yes. Yes, and our safe is getting too full. It's actually too full. <laughs> it's our treasure. Yes. But, um... Oh, we sold some stuff. Oh, yeah. about that, too. Okay, before we get to the topic. So, we've also been selling some of our uh, overflow, Yes, so our speak. duplicates. Yes, our overflow of, of coinage and things like that. Um, we've been successful. We've actually made some really decent uh, sales recently. We sold three consecutive 2003 United States $2 bills, uncirculated, yes. basically. I mean, there were, oh, I should say, in, in like new or almost mint state condition. Yeah, no folds. No folds, crispy, like, they would, like... Flicker and sound when you wave them. Yes, and there's nothing like the smell of new money, folks. So we did sell three consecutive $2 notes. We also sold a 1942, I believe, 
uh, 20 Reichsmark banknote. Yes. Uh, Nazi Reichsmark note. And we also sold, of course, the Act dollars. Yes. So we've been busy. Yeah. We've been very busy. And uh, again, any of the uh, profit, we turn profit on everything. Always do. Uh, so again, folks, uh, checking out uh, eBay um, and also checking out ProStumps.com to help us. Uh, really does help us out. And you can actually click on the eBay auction section so you can see all of our auctions. Mm -hmm. And again, all proceeds go to help benefit the project. Yes. So, sold some stuff. Yeah. So we're busy. Yes. All right, let's go ahead and get into the topic. How far along are we? About 20 minutes or so? I have no right idea. Right around there. Oh, okay. So we want to keep this topic relatively short and keep the episode short to around 30 to 35 minutes. So we're going to kind of get through this pretty quickly. We want to talk about some general life tips for folks. Yes. So in one of those life tips, we'll probably do three to five life tips. One of them is to also know your benefits. Yes. Uh, with your insurance. Now, Christina, you went through, I won't name your dentist, I won't name the practice, I won't name your insurer, but you went through an issue with your insurer. I shouldn't say with your insurer, with your dentist office. Yes. So, to uh, have your work done. Yes. They demanded all payment up front. Yeah. Even though your dentist was an in-network dentist. Yes. So, you started to pay funds up front, which we thought was really suspect. Yeah. Uh, for your work, and then suddenly you get a claim uh, summary from your insurer. Yes. Right. So the the dentist had filed a claim. Yes. And your patient liability was far less than what you'd already paid. Uh, like two and a half times less. Right. So it's interesting that they would ask for payment up front and demand it, and then what does that mean when you, when you when they file the claim and the insurer you know pays out most of the funds and your liability is far less than what you paid. I'm going to be demanding my money back. I can tell you what happened. They got caught. Yeah, your insurer basically caught a dentist office, especially in network. I'm wondering if that violates a contract. It might. They, I, I mean, think it does. I mean, they're double dipping. I was on hold for 17 minutes waiting for the insurance coming back to me because I was on hold while they called them. Yeah, so now this has all been handled. Uh-huh. Your patient liability was far less. You've already paid with a portion of what your full payment would have been. Yeah. You've already more than paid for the patient liability component. Yes. So you're basically sitting around waiting for a refund. Yes. Yeah, you should get a refund. It's ridiculous. So know your benefits, folks, and uh, also know what's, what's happening to you. Yeah. Also, I suggest that folks know about where their money is at all times. Yeah. Right? So whether it's in retirement, in investments, in savings, in long-term savings. Uh, right now, folks, interest rates are actually really favorable if you have any money to save. Yes. So you should go check out uh, the long-term high-yield online savings account. Um rates they're actually pretty good right now they're anywhere between one and a half and two percent so they're pretty good i mean i remember back when interest rates were around five to six percent yeah back in the good old days back in like 2005 not anymore hmm. i mean they went down to less than half a percent but now they're coming back up yes mm -hmm. which i mean i have uh my account there's a no minimal balance for my high yield savings same for me now yeah well, you more. have a minimum of ten thousand. Oh, okay well i've already met that minimum so yeah but yes, I will be transferring money to this other account and also closing out some of my other high-yield savings accounts and basically sitting back and collecting money every month Yeah. for letting your money sit. So, uh, But definitely know where your money is and what your what your opportunities for investments are. Now, the CDs are also a good option. I know, Christina, you were talking about 3% CDs and things like that. But the problem with the CD, though, is that when you break it, you pay a penalty. Exactly, and that's why I like the short-term one that I have through the one bank that I go through. It's 14 months. Mm-hmm. Two, at, right now, it's currently at 2.45% for 14 months. Gotcha. And with my particular institution, there's a 3% uh, CD, but it's also, like, I think, 24 months. No, it's three years. Sorry. So it's 36 months. Yeah. Duh. God, I feel stupid. <laughs> Telling you. 
One beer, that's what happens to you. Um, 36 months, but again, 3%, but that's a long tie-up. Yeah. Three years, so uh, might be worth looking at over time. Uh, but look, know where your money is at all times. Know what your benefits are. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, I would say another life tip for, for folks is uh, know how to get information. Yes. And information is power. I want to give a good example of that. Now, we recently found out that there was a title change. Yes. It was scheduled to air this week. Yeah, and you gave me spoilers on my way home. I'm sorry. I mean, all I did was ask about the NXT championship, and it gave me the first champion. The introduction date and the current champion, and the current champion was not who I expected it to be. All I did was ask our virtual assistant, don't be mad at her. No, I'm mad at you for spoiling Wait, wait, okay, so one other thing, too. Before we, <laughs> we get into some of our final live tips, which, but at the end of the day, folks, my point there is know, again, how to get information. Yes. And what to do with it. But how come most virtual assistants are female? Good question. I was asking Christina that this morning. You know, GPSs can be male or female. I'd say Google actually allows you to change the voice. For your, for your Google Home? Uh, for your Google Assistant on your phone. Uh, uh, so it could be male or female? Yes. What? Well, our certain uh, assistant, the Alexa assistant, at least at this point, unless we do some digging, she's female. Yes. I just wonder why, why most virtual assistants have to be female. I guess they're more trusting and more open with them. They're more friendly. Because yeah. females are a lot more friendly than males. True. <laughs> and in your opinion, Christina, blondes are more friendly than brunettes. True. <laughs> just look at me. Because you're blonde. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're just better. Yes. What are you? We're better. We're just better. So <laughs> deal with it. Exactly. You're more exotic. So you're only like, what, 19% of the population or something like that is yeah. blonde? So, okay. So, again, folks, uh, make sure you know where to get information and also what to do with it. But also, at the same time, don't be afraid to ask for additional information if you don't know or if you can't find something. Right. So, in your case, Christina, um, when you had your initial work done for your procedures, yes, for your dental work, the saga you've been through, it's been a nightmare, by the way. Um, that's an understatement. It's been a nightmare. Anyway, when you first had work done, you wanted to know what you could eat. Yeah. And your dentist wouldn't tell you. I mean, he, like, like the, dude, with the first I'm treatment. paying for this. With the first treatment, he just kicked me out the door when he was done. I'm like, eh, what do I do? That's because people are rude. That's all they want is money. And, and then in your case, they tried to double dip. Yeah. It's fraud. Total fraud. Um, they got caught. Yes. And they're great. Oh, yeah. But but seriously, I mean, uh, folks, um, I think probably our last life tip would be to take care of yourself, but it kind of ties into this. Christina and I are both body people. Yes. We, we care about our health. We care about, you know, being strong, being fit, and taking care of ourselves. Yeah. It's fine to, to spoil yourself every once in a while. For example, I'm having a cold, frosty beer, you know, or having, you know, an exotic coffee or sugar every once in a while. Take care of yourself. But as body people, we need to know what we can eat in our diets. Exactly. And in your case, he wouldn't tell you. Your dentist would not tell you what you could eat in your diet. He did. I'm sorry. If you become a dentist, you also need to become a nutritionist as well. well yeah, you, gotta, you have to tell me what I can eat, what I'm allowed to have. Yeah. And not mm -hmm. just kick me out the door. Oh, you're done. See ya. Clink. Like, like, uh, so you mean to tell me if I go out and eat a piece of hard candy and this breaks my teeth, you can't get mad at me because you didn't tell me I couldn't eat it. Exactly. Well, you should have common sense. Well, no. You need to tell me that I'm allowed to do this or not. Exactly. Like, for example, here's a good example. I cannot wait, Christina, until everything is good to go and you can eat a regular diet because I am ordering a pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just want to order a pizza. So, I know, you're, you're getting hungry. <laughs> so, I'm looking at you. It just, it upsets us. I mean... I graduated applesauce this week. Ooh. Oh, and macaroni and cheese. Yes. You can have macaroni and cheese. And hot dogs. And hot dogs. And right? mac and cheese. And mac and cheese. So that's our gourmet food, folks. Just anything you can get in sustenance. So the, the diet this week has been very interesting for both of us. I'm somewhat on a sympathy diet for you and with you. <laughs> but, I mean, we're putting food combinations together we normally wouldn't just to get nutrients, protein, calories, carbs. Yeah. All that good stuff. I mean, I'm drinking beer now for calories and carbs. Yeah. I need it for my workouts. 
Um, now, I'm not one of those people that drinks like in a six-pack of beer and then, you know, works out like an animal. But, you know, I'll drink a, usually a beer a day just to have extra calories and carbs. Yeah. And I'm also drinking a lot more protein now. And you said it, it's made a difference in my body, my physique. Yeah, we kind of killed two two-pound tubs in two weeks. Well, I mean, I if you remember years ago when I first moved to the D.C. metro, I started working on the protein stuff and get my body better. Yes. I've gained over 40 pounds. And I've done it the right way. Diet, exercise, all that good stuff, right? But that's back when I was pounding down protein like crazy, two shakes a day, just to get myself normal. Yeah. Now that I'm reintroducing the protein back into my diet, you said I look better. Yes. And I'm retaining more weight, getting more definition, looking good. Yes. So, okay. So, folks, again, this is very simple stuff. I mean, know what your benefits are. Know where your money is at all times. Know how to get and how to use and how to ask for information. And take care of yourself. Yeah. It's basic stuff. I mean, we, we come on this show, we talk about, you know, our coin finds or free stuff. That's all tying into this, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we're investing our money alternatively, and we get to share that with everybody and hopefully share the, the enthusiasm and the excitement, right? Um, all of our free stuff. Again, it's information. Yeah. It's all how to get and use information. By the way, final piece of information, I don't know if it's just in the D.C. metro, but Christina, you were saying that there are free Fridays now with McDonald's. Yes, till the end of this year. Nice. So check out, I would say just probably check out your local area. Yeah. Um, McDonald's? Yeah, it's on the app. They have, McDonald's has an ordering app mm-hmm. or you can actually go to one of their kiosks inside of McDonald's or actually order remotely on your phone to pick up. Right. So check out your, your area. The offers, of course, are all different within different areas, right? Yeah. I mean, some restrictions may apply, blah, blah, blah. McDonald's is not a sponsor. Oh. But we thought we'd bring that up to folks. And in our case, I mean, we're not saying that McDonald's has the healthiest food in the world. We're not saying that at all. But um, we do tend to, I mean, you're a fan of the 20-piece McNugget. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan of probably my dollar sandwiches so I can get a dollar McDouble and a dollar Big Mac. Not because we enjoy fast food or junk food, folks. It's high in protein. It's high in protein. And I think there was a, a Daily Mail or a Daily Telegraph article I looked at a while ago. The McDouble was supposedly the healthiest economical choice from McDonald's they have. That's what I was reading. So I can't, don't, don't quote me on that, folks. Um, but we do it just for the protein mm-hmm. and for the speed of delivery. So yeah, I'm going to eat that double cheeseburger. I'm going to eat that McDonald's, uh, you know, McDouble. I'm going to eat the, the Big Mac and I'm, and you know, in your case, Christina, you're going to eat the 20 piece McNugget. Yeah. Yeah. It's poppable food. But then we also work out in between. Yeah. Right. And drink water to get rid of the salt. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, it's not like it's going to kill you, but at the same time, everything in moderation. But again, through the end of the year to Christina's point, free Fridays. Yes. Cause so, it's Fridays. That's right. So she and I are going to be taking advantage of that, probably making some dirty fries. And if you want some killer dirty fries, folks, we'll talk about some of our, our diet stuff, I think, probably on the future episode. Yeah. We'll do it in 129. How's that? Perfect. Yeah. We'll talk about our diets. Eating your way healthy. That's right. And some of our combinations, some of the things we're able to put together on a budget. And some simple tricks on how to get extra protein in your diet, like mixing protein and cake mix to yes. make a cake. Or your pancakes. Yes. That's something else you've been eating this week. Yes. <laughs> a ton of pancakes. There's a lot of pancakes. Pancakes. Yes. So lots of pancakes. <laughs> Smoothies, pancakes, applesauce, hot dogs, mac and cheese. And look, folks, this is not fancy, you know, high-shelf food. This is working-class, regular food. Because sometimes when you come home from work, you just want to kick your shoes off, flip on the TV, and be a regular person. Exactly. And that's what we are. And if you can't be that person, or if you want to judge me for just being that person, yet being smart, I don't care about you. Care about me. It's my show. Exactly. Our show. Yes. Our show. Yes. If you don't like what I said, get your own show. I've said it before. Yeah. Anyway, folks, I'm going to wrap it up. Yes. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us for episode 128. The Throw Sounds podcast will bring back uh, in a couple weeks the episodes again with episode 129. We'll talk about the diet. That's yes. what we'll do. We're going to make some notes. So we'll talk about our diet on episode 129. Until then, folks, check out all the information about this show and, of course, all the YouTube videos. You can check out everything at FrugalSnobs.com. You can also donate to Patreon. Support us there. It helps us out. You'll find all the information at FrugalSnobs.com. 
subscribe to the YouTube channel. Again, helps us out. Check out all the latest videos. And one last thing. We did also, I believe, release the Strongbow Ginger. Yes. As well. So it's another quick brew review for everybody. Check it out. It is now available on YouTube. And we also have the Granny Smith from Woodchuck coming. Yes, we do. So uh, I actually had one of those this week. Christina was kind enough to share with me. Uh, before I was able to restock myself on beer. <laughs> uh, but I have not recorded the audio yet. I will do that very soon so we can get basically up to three reviews out before our next episode. Yes. All right, folks, go ahead and wrap this up. Again, you can check out everything at frugalsnobs.com. You can check us out on social media. All the information you're going to need is at frugalsnobs.com. How to donate on Patreon is also there. Also, you can check out all the videos in the video widget at frugalsnobs.com for the YouTube channel. Subscribe while you're there. Also, hit the notification button at frugalsnobs.com. This way you'll be alerted every time a new episode or a new video or any new content drops at the website. So check it out, folks. Again, Christina and I will be available for a meet and greet at the Dallas Expo Center on August 25th and 26th, Fairfax Comic Con. Come check it out. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. <laughs> right, come check it out, folks. Again, we'll be giving more information as we move forward. So we speak again, folks. Be well. Don't pay retail. Take care of yourself and each other.